Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high-achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now our host, Shabaday. Welcome back to another episode of Lead and Lift. I am your host, Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, and today we're going to talk about how to lead when your boss can't. And this, I was inspired from John C. Maxwell's book, and I highly recommend it. It's, it's the same title. Do you have a difficult boss? I mean, you see a situation in the team, you want to make changes, but you don't have the power and you feel stuck. And you see the team falling apart. And there's little things that your boss can do differently. They're just not doing it. And everybody's doing their own thing. And you know that it's going to lead to being very unproductive. My guess is that if you've ever worked in a corporate environment, then you have had lots of examples of this situation. So you feel like your hands are tied, but what can you actually do? When leaders don't lead, there's no vision and there is no clarity in that team and no one takes ownership to guide the team. Conflict increases. The team starts stepping over each other because their roles and responsibilities are not clearly defined. So now there's even more conflict, more fires for the boss to put out, but then the boss isn't there. So there's more chaos in the team. People tend to be surviving. They're just getting through the day and waiting for Friday so they don't have to deal with this. And what you find is that productivity drops in that team. The other thing you find is projects take a lot longer to deliver. The team gets burnt out because they're in chaos. Everything's a problem. And then what you notice is that people start leaving. I know that you know what I'm talking about. So my question to you is, what can you do? Remember, the topic is how to lead when your boss can't. So the answer is very simple. You need to step it up. But how do you actually do this? Because you're thinking you don't have any authority. Remember leadership, there are different levels of leadership and all you need is influence. You don't need a title. So you can lead from exactly where you are. So in this situation, how do you lead when your boss can't? Well, for starters, you start by leading yourself. And I know that you've heard that term a lot of times and you're probably thinking, well, Shabade, what does that actually mean? Well, it means that you start managing yourself. You start learning to make better choices by thinking the way that a leader does. And you start developing a better attitude. Remember, you're in a bad situation. So because you're in that environment, you could be influenced by that environment or you could choose to be different. So what I'm recommending you do is You choose to be different and you choose to lead yourself. So here are some ways that you can do that. The first is 
By you managing yourself, you're going to gain credibility with your boss. And you're also going to, the team is going to notice that they can count of you. They can count on you to get things done. So here are some things you can do to start leading yourself. The first one is you manage your emotions. Now, you're in a bad situation and your boss may frustrate you, but losing your temper is going to work against you. Remember, if you want to move up in the organization, remember that people are watching you and you need to set a good example. So pay attention to your emotions. When you feel triggered or upset, take a beat. Pause. Assess the emotion instead of yelling and screaming. Remember, you're an adult. You're not a toddler. You can manage your emotions. Sometimes your boss, they don't know that they are not great. However, they still do your performance review. So you need to take the high road and show them that they can count on you to get things done. The second item I want to share with you in leading yourself is manage your time. And what I mean by that is because your boss is a bad boss, well, guess what? They're last minute, they're running around, and when the work piles up to them, guess what they do? They're going to send it downwards. And guess who's, who's below your boss? You are. So you're going to get things last minute. And you need to expect this because when it comes to you, don't be surprised because you know that your boss isn't being a leader. They're not planning. They don't have the vision. So when their boss asks them for something and they realize they forgot, they're going to promise their boss they'll get it done and then they'll send the crap your way. So don't complain or whine about it. Yes, it's unfair, but guess what? Life's unfair too. Instead, think about it this way. I want you to show up and handle it the best that you can with the resources you have and make it successful. And while you do that, keep your boss updated on the challenges that you encounter. Now, keep in mind, although they're a bad boss, they have a conscience. And they know that they set you up with last minute work, but you need to make your boss look good and you need to show them that they can count on you. Remember I said in the first bullet to check your emotions. So when you feel the anger or frustration of getting dumped with tasks last minute, take a beat, set your intention and come back full of energy and ready to tackle that task. Your boss will have a different trust with you. They're going to look at you differently because they know they sent the crap your way, but you shoveled it and you cleaned it up. The third thing I want to share with you in managing yourself is manage your priorities. And by that, what I mean is that when the team's in chaos because there's no direction and nobody knows what's going on, sometimes it's hard to know what you're responsible for. Make sure that you take time to check in with your boss when they assign you things, new things or last minute things. Let them know the priority like you tell them because 
you know they're not going to set it for you because chances are they know they don't even know what you're working on so it's your job to remind your boss hey you've given me three things now this is the fourth item this is how i'm prioritizing them these are the deadlines you shared with me this is what i'm going to be focused on you can do that and get their agreement they're going to be they're going to look at you and wonder wow how does she keep it all together you need to take ownership of your work you can be proactive and by that what i mean is if you see your peers struggling maybe with a portion of the project and you know that you have time go talk to them don't just leave it with your boss to send work to you if you know you have available time go ask somebody else to help them because remember your peers are also struggling just because your work is done and you have your piece done it doesn't mean you get to sit and put your feet up and watch your other peers struggle step in there ask them and then when they give you something next time you meet with your boss tell them hey you've given me this new item but i also i'm helping this person do this item now your boss may not be keeping one on one meetings with you because chances are they're too busy being busy to have those meetings with you but when they need you to do something urgently they're going to meet with you or you're going to get their attention so let them know what's going on with you the fourth thing you can do to manage yourself is to manage your energy if you're in a bad work situation and you got a bad boss you're in an environment and that situation it's going to drain your energy and you need to be aware of this and put measures in place to maintain your energy as a high performance coach i teach my clients the habit of energy and yes that is a success habit of the world's best they manage their energy and they can have a better control of that energy throughout the day so that they're more productive if you show up with high energy you can positively impact an entire meeting room keep that in mind eventually people will start commenting and saying wow you're a breath of fresh air you're always so positive let's face it you want to be positive because nobody wants to spend their days with team members who are always complaining and everything is a problem like it's a drain on your energy you get nothing done you don't want to be like that and chances are if you have a bad boss you're in that situation so be that difference maker be positive and manage your energy in that space besides mastering your energy will enable you to get more done in less time and that's a productivity secret that most people don't know so you're going to be able to get more done in less time so you're going to have time to volunteer to help your other peers out and they're going to be looking at you like how are you thriving in this dreaded environment the fifth thing i want to share with you in managing yourself is manage your thinking 
Do you take time to think? Now, think of this question for a moment. How many open tabs do you have open in your mind? I'll give you an example. As I sit here recording this podcast for you, I have a flight. I need to do my check-in. I need to book my taxi to the airport. I need to confirm my reservation with the hotel. I have a list of things I need to do before I leave. It's also, you know, bills, some bills are due. The kids have activities. I got to make dinner this afternoon. I don't know what I'm making yet. So there's several things that I have ongoing, but I don't keep that all in my head, right? I write those things down so that they get addressed and they're not in my head so that I have time to think. So the taxi thing, I delegated it to my husband. He messaged me, taxi is booked. The dinner thing, I delegated it again to my husband. Hey, when you're coming home, we need to pick up dinner today. So you can, by, by being aware of the things you have going on, you can delegate, you can ask for help, but get it out of your head so that you have time to think. If you take time to think, I know that if all of us took more time to think, we would have less meetings at work. Have you ever thought about it that way? People are so busy that they are running in back-to-back meetings with no agenda. It seems like they feel like they need to fill eight hours of meetings on a calendar so they can say that they're working. Yet, nothing gets done at the end of the day. Have you ever gone to a meeting and the people are not prepared? Oh my God, like all the time. You get invited to a meeting, there's no agenda, and you show up, and it's like they're just talking, and you don't know what problem you're solving, and then the time is up, and everybody brings their own agenda to the meeting. Like, please, stop doing that to yourself, and stop attending meetings if there is no agenda. Write the person back and say, hey, what's the agenda for the meeting so I can come prepared? Most people don't take time to think about the issue who they need to be in the room, or even what the problem is that they're trying to solve. They just go on Outlook and book a meeting for a full hour. Do you know that Outlook could book meetings for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes? Yeah, the default is an hour, but don't book your meetings for an hour. Like, think, challenge yourself. 15 minutes, 30 minutes, solve the problem, move on. I, I'll be honest with you, it really, it's like a pet peeve of mine. It bothers me when people don't think. I've had one person uh, tell me one time, well, Shabade, why don't you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I'm like, you get paid a salary just like I do. I'm not thinking for you. You go think your own ideas and learn how to do your job. I mean, come on. You gotta be thinking. You're a human. You gotta brain use it. Most times, people want someone to tell them what to do because they don't want to take ownership or responsibility. And they go and they do the thing. They do it halfway. So the thing fails. And then they come back and they say, But you told me to do it. Remember, 
you are hired to do a role, the company is paying you a salary for a particular role. So show up, put on your thinking caps, and bring your best self to that job. It doesn't matter whether your boss is a bad boss or your team sucks. People are going to be looking at you for your results. So my action to you is start making some notes. Keep a notebook with you. Keep your head clear. Keep some room in there so you have time to think. And maybe as the ideas come up, write it down in your book and actually schedule some time to think. I love when I go on my trips because I'm away from home. I am in a new environment. And it's my thinking time. I always take my journal with me. I'm always brainstorming new ideas and thinking of things and thinking of the steps for those things and the plan so that when I get back home, I can just go ahead and execute on those plans. All right. So we're talking about when your boss is a bad boss, how to, you, how to lead when your boss is a bad boss. So what I was sharing with you is how to manage yourself. Because remember, you can lead without having the title. So the last thought that I want to share with you is manage your words. Now, have you ever had someone open their mouth to speak and they just go on and on and on and on and the words were just empty? Like you're, you're listening and it's like, oh my gosh. They said absolutely nothing and they were talking for like 10 minutes straight. Like, oh my God, take a pause and breathe or take us two minutes or take a minute and actually think of what is the message you want to convey so that when you open your mouth to speak, you can say that very succinctly and you're not just saying the words the minute the thought hits your head. Because sometimes, you don't know what thought is going to hit your head. You shouldn't be saying those out in public. If you have taken your time to think, you'd be able to say the things you want and you'll be able to contribute to the team. You won't be holding people back. Because remember, when you're spewing the, the random thoughts that come in your brain trying to make, make a case for something without thinking about it, you're wasting other people's time because they're sitting there listening to you ramble. And nobody wants to be sitting there wasting their time listening to your excuses. All right. When you're saying, well, you know, I didn't have time to do that thing. And then I got sick or this thing came up and this other project came up and blah, 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 blah. It's like, listen, you're making excuses. Nobody wants to waste their time listening to your excuse. Take ownership and say that you're going to go get an update and give people a date when you're going to get back to them. And if you say you're going to do something, come on, get it done. How hard is that? You're being paid for a job. You have work to do. You say you're going to do it, do it. Because when you don't do it, it impacts the rest of the team. And guess what? It makes your boss look bad. And that's something you don't want to do. Remember, the boss knows that things are not going well. And 
they are trying their best to make it better. They have a boss too and they're hearing things and they have the team and the team is just going their own way and the boss knows they're in a tough situation and they need help. They may not ask for help, but they know they need help. They know they're in a bad situation. You can step in and when you lead yourself, you're going to quickly shine and stand out. And yes, what's going to happen is your boss is going to give you more stuff to do because they know that you will get it done. Now, you might say that's unfair, but isn't it better for your boss to know that they can count on you instead of them knowing that you're going to drop the ball? After all, your boss does report to someone else and most likely they would be saying that you're stepping up. Don't add to your boss's issues, all right? If they're struggling, you need to take ownership and you need to deliver your work and stand out from the rest of the team because a lot of times we like to point fingers and say, well, the boss is a bad boss, but guess what? When you're pointing one finger out, you got the rest of them pointing back to you. So what I'm saying is you can step up as a leader and you can start leading yourself. You will gain credibility. You will gain trust from your colleagues and your boss will see that you are different. When the boss can't lead, stop watching them and their actions and start looking at you and your actions. Keep in mind, people learn from each other. And if you set a positive example by managing yourself, then you're going to be able to influence the rest of the team. And John Maxwell defines leadership as influence. So if you have influence over the entire team and your boss doesn't, guess what? You are paving the way for your next level. So I said you can, when your boss isn't, isn't leading, you can lead. You can lead yourself. And I shared six ideas how to do that. And the other thing I want to leave with you is you can also keep a good attitude. Now, I know it's difficult when you feel undervalued and you feel underappreciated. However, I want to encourage you to keep your chin up. And that may be very difficult to do if you're alone. And I share this with you because for me, I remember when I had the worst boss possible. And this was just before there was a huge restructuring. And obviously, the management level knew that this boss was bad. So they let go of the boss. And because they did that in the restructuring, I was one level below the boss. And when you report under somebody, they sometimes think you, you know, you're helping them. So my, my role became redundant and the entire leadership team supporting the bad boss was let go. Yes, I was angry. Yes, I was upset. Yes, it was very difficult. I felt the most undervalued and underappreciated that I've ever felt in my entire life. And it was extremely difficult to keep my chin up. And I share that with you because I know it's difficult. I felt like 
I couldn't do anything that like none of my skills were valid because nothing that I did, this person liked, right? They always had bad things to say about it. However, I confided in people outside the team. I had mentors outside the team and they were able to help me keep my chin up and to remain positive. My personal development journey started at that point in time. And like I said, I had mentors there on the outside supporting me. And that's how I was able to bounce back so quickly after all of that happened. Sometimes that's the worst case scenario, right? The the organization gets rid of the boss and depending on where you sit, you're also a part of that. What I can share with you is have mentors around you, have people around you and get a coach. Now that I'm a coach, I can tell you that get a coach, get a high performance coach like me, someone who's been there, someone who can be there for you, someone who can guide you. A coach can cheer you on. They can encourage you. And most importantly, a coach is going to believe in you. Who can help you? A coach can help you build success habits, a high performance coach, so that you can succeed over the long term and you could not wreck your relationship. Or worst of all, you could not wreck your health. Because when you're in a bad situation, with a bad boss, you do think you keep things to yourself and you start ruining your health and you don't even know it. We all need positive people in our lives and you need to make sure that your work does not impact your personal life. So get the help, get a coach and don't do this alone. Remember, good leadership is like a ray of sunshine and it gets noticed the most after a rainy day. Let your results pave the way for your success. And remember, you have the ability to lead and lift others on your journey. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.